Welcome to the Indie Music Room, a conversation with independent artists about writing, recording, performing, and promoting their original music. And now here's your host, Heather Kelly. Hey everybody, you're listening to Heather Kelly with the Indie Music Room. Um, I hope you all had great holidays. I can't believe we're already to January. I'd like to welcome the artist of the month for January for the Indie Music Room, and her name is Townsend. Welcome, Townsend. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor to be here, to be chatting oh, with you. It's my, it's my privilege. Thank you for, for joining us. Um, why don't you give us a little background about where you're from and and uh, how you got into the music business? Absolutely. So born and raised in Arkansas. I'm still living in Arkansas, but travel all the time for music. So mm-hmm. of course, you're in Nashville in and out quite a bit. I go all over. Uh, music's been in my blood, I feel like forever, honestly. So I played in, of course, you know, the little garage bands growing up. Sure. I was in a rock band in college, which really got that fire and that passion going. Mm-hmm. And then in 2016, it's kind of a long story, but I'll make it short. My drummer and best friend, we'd been playing music for eight or nine years together he actually passed away unexpectedly oh so yeah so it was super traumatic a lot of other things happened as well um and so I took a break from music completely which mm-hmm. is a new journey for me I never set it aside and it wasn't really by choice were it you just, in the middle of a project or had you just completed a project or what happened well we'd um we kind of made the decision so it was either go to college or grad school or do music because we had all these offers and we had just kind of decided let's do school, but we're continued to play. So we were in that like the moment of growing up and debating, like, do we chase our dreams? Do we grow up and get a career? So we were in that right there. And so anyway, he passed away. I gave up music just it didn't bring me joy like it once did. And so that went by for, gosh, I'd say almost a year. And one day I just went in and in just a few seconds wrote a song called Show Me Home. And I decided, you know what? He wouldn't want me to give up music. That's not what he would want. Right. And yeah. And so in 2018, I recorded a legitimate CD. We recorded things like weren't that great before, but we had always wanted to record like in a studio and make it legit. And so I had a CD um, show and it okay. was sold out packed. Like we had to turn people away at the door. And so from that day on, I've been recording and playing nonstop and just kind of dove head first into it. And I kind of give him the credit for getting me into music first. Cause he's the one that got me on the front of the stage singing right. in my garage bands as a, a younger kid, I played drums. Oh, you did. Okay. I did. Yeah. So singing nice. is kind of a newer thing playing guitar and he was just such a big encourager. And so here we are. And honestly, I give him all the credit for it. You wouldn't have known that that drums was your first instrument because your vocals are so, so smooth and really well done. Nice. So you wouldn't have expected so much. That. that means a lot. You know, another thing you mentioned just a minute ago is, is when you had that sold out CD party, I bet you could feel your friend's presence. Just oh. like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A million percent. What's really cool was when I wrote that song, Show Me Home, it was mm-hmm. for him. I called his family and I knew immediately I wanted them to be involved somehow. And I had them come to the studio and they came from all over. Some of them were for Virginia, some of them all over Arkansas, different cities and states. They mm-hmm. came in for that song. And at the end of it, if you listen to it on Spotify or anything, at the very end, it's the chorus and it's his family singing that chorus, almost acapella with me. And it oh. still gives me goosebumps. That just gave me goosebumps talking I about know. it. That's so cool. You'll have to go listen. So that was back in 2018. It was an older project, but honestly, I feel like that's what lit the fire under me to just keep going. Yeah. 
So the speaking of some of the songs we're going to play, let's talk about Stay real quick. Tell me how you wrote Stay and and what your process is when you go into a studio or, or you're recording, how you how you go about it. Yeah, I love Stay. So it's way different than my album back in 2018. I've had a lot of friends. I never noticed this, but they've pointed out the two projects when you compare them to each other. Mm-hmm. One is full of kind of like hurt and kind of being lost, I guess. Yeah. And then you play the CD from 2021 and it's like love and lighter and more upbeat. And it's really cool to compare the two because it's yeah. just, I didn't plan it that way. That's just kind of where I am in life. And so I was really excited about Stay. So I wrote the song. It's about that part in a relationship where you, you're you in love, you're crazy mm-hmm. about this person, but you're just kind of watching it fall apart. You're working hard. You're both doing what you can, but needs just aren't being met. It wasn't meant to be at that time. And yeah. so it's talking about, there's kind of some wordplay. So it talks about leaving the light on, leaving their side of the bed ready for them, just waiting for them to mm-hmm. show up how you need them to, but knowing that they're just not going to be able to do that. And so it's I love the song, but it does. I feel like we've all been in that part of a relationship at some point. When we were listening last night um, to to your music, I pointed this one out. And again, my engineer, Kurt, my friend said, that is a song that's relatable to everybody. I mean, everybody's been through that scenario. So nicely done. Good job. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. With that, we're going to go ahead and listen to Stay. And when we come back, we'll talk a little more about it. And we'll get into the second part of our interview.
written by Townsend. That's a beautiful song. Again, I think everybody can relate to it. Um, again, we started to talk a little bit briefly about your, your studio experiences. Why don't you tell me, uh, you know, I know we all had to start off in our garage or in our bedroom on a re- tape recorder or something at, at one point, but when did you finally get into the studio? And tell me about your recording experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, we used to play with the tape player and things yeah. like that. And I think just like everybody else, what started will go with stay when I actually had the opportunity to work in a legit Nashville studio yeah. with a multi gramming winning audio engineer, world traveling musicians. So it all started with my cell phone. And so you sit down, you write this song, you get it prepared and you record it on your phone. And then I send it off to him and he's like, okay, I really like that. I think we could work together well. So I packed up, went to Nashville, was a nervous as could be because you walk in and you're just like, 
I thought I could sing and play guitar, but I have nothing on these people. Right. Like, amazing. But they're so nice and so genuine. And so we sat down in the middle of this room. He plays my recording from my phone over these speakers and they all listen like one time through and they're like, okay, yeah. Mm, yeah. I like that. I like that. And then we split up into different rooms. So like the drummer has a room, guitar player has a room. I have a little room for myself and we play all the way through. So it's a live take. Yeah. And it was the most incredible experience I've ever had. I mean, these guys came in, listened to my song. We talked about what kind of style I wanted, what I was feeling right. when I wrote it. And they sat down and did it. And we That's just amazing. It. Yeah, we sang it live. And at the end, I had goosebumps and just, it was so cool. So yeah, that's kind of how those songs went down in Nashville is just the smooth oh as butter. What a great experience. And the fact that you get to play with these kind of, kind of people. And I saw, um, maybe you can tell me this, but I saw reading up on you that you've been opening up for quite a few big name artists. So why don't you talk about a few of those? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of the big name bands was when I was playing in a rock band back in college, but we opened for some of the biggest names on radio. So it's been a few years back, but people mm -hmm. like Safety Suit or Push Play, they were the number one bands on the radio at that time. And then acoustically, I've worked with, like I said, Zach Allen is a studio engineer and he's recorded people like Kenny Chesney, Brandy Carlisle, all those people. And wow. so to be able to work in that little bit of a circle is the coolest experience ever. And then I've also done songwriting festivals where you go with all these songwriters. And so I've played on the stage with people like Tim McGraw's writer, uh, people that have sat down and had dinner with Taylor Swift and worked on music. So it's just crazy that these are just normal people living everyday life and they're, they have like all these Grammys hanging on the wall. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? The best part of it, it's, um, surrounding yourself by like people and you know what they started where we you know I was a musician I am a musician but going on 16 years now but when you start and then the longer you're in your field you start looking back and this is why I do this show is because I want to give people a chance to get their music heard because when you're first starting out you know come on it's like a needle in a haystack yeah. and you're up there in Nashville playing in the studios so congratulations to you thank you so much I yeah. feel like it's changed a lot which I bet you can relate to like in 2021 to get your music heard is mm -hmm. so hard what's cool is it's easy anybody can put their music to be streamed right but then it's so saturated to be able to be found like mm -hmm. somebody to run across your music it's a needle in a haystack like you said and then each stream you get is like a sliver of a penny that you get for each stream so it's definitely 0.003. Yeah. Yeah. And people, <laughs> people don't know that. And like we talked about earlier, podcast and recording, it's a lot of work. And so supporting artists that you believe in is mm -hmm. so incredibly crucial. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, we're going to go on to a next song. Now let's talk about Whisper before we listen to that song. Okay. Tell me how you wrote that and where was your inspiration Sure. Okay. So this one is completely different than stay. Stay kind of talks about, you see the relationship kind of crumbling, falling apart, whispers at the very beginning of a relationship. And so you get into the re relationship. It's super fun. It's flirty. You know, it's kind of sultry. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to write a song that was upbeat, you know, it's something you want to tap your foot to, but when you listen to the lyrics, there's a lot of wordplay in there. And it talks about like I said, just that fun chemistry when you first meet somebody that you start to love. And there's yeah. a lot of chemistry there. There's a lot of affection and attraction. And so just something easy, upbeat, and fun. Great. Let's go ahead and take a listen to Whisper, written by Townsend. We'll be right back with you. 
was Whisper, written by Townsend. Another beautiful song. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so you play, uh, you write on your acoustic guitar, right? Correct. Okay. And do you play piano or anything besides the drums? <laughs> I was going to say, I do play piano. So I kind of dabble on a little bit of everything. I haven't had any training or lessons. So yeah. take that with a grain of salt. I play, same with guitar. I've never been taught how to play. I just play. And yeah. so not like like the people in the studio have been trained and have all that they can name every music theory and everything yes i am not that talented but i dabble on a little bit of everything right um did you write this song um whisper did you write that on guitar or piano 
I wrote it on guitar. On guitar. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. So most of these songs, um, I think most all of them on this newest album that's self-titled Townsend, I think I wrote them all on acoustic guitar to begin with. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Who inspires you as far as music? Oh, gosh, so many people. So when people ask me this question, they're blown away. I love all genres of music, literally. Like some days I listen to rap, some days I listen to country, some days I listen to hard rock, Mm -hmm. and they all inspire me in different ways. I think lyrically, the first person that comes to my head is John Mayer. I think his lyrics are just, oh my gosh, almost a godsend. Like, how can you write that beautifully? So when you song and you want to cry because of what he's saying, like that is what is inspiration. Very cool. I always, I always like to ask that question and I don't like to tell my guests, like I'll listen to their music. I don't ever want to be one to say, I think it sounds like this category or genre because it's hard to define what our genres are at times. You know, that's what, I don't really know where mine falls. Different studios have label it different things like it's mm-hmm. been called americana it's been called pop rock and so i don't really know it just kind of comes out that way but i even love hard rock like the drum yeah. lines and all those things i have mad respect to really any musician that's playing yeah that's great that's great Do, are you out playing gigs right now or or i mean i know with covid we didn't do that for a year the whole year was gone yeah. um, which was a good year for a lot of musicians just to catch up on their writing and recording but tell me a little bit about your your gigging tour. Yeah, so that year was extremely stressful. I feel like I had to push a reset button and be like, okay, we need to reevaluate what to do. And that's mm-hmm. when I started and kind of dove into my You're Not Alone project, which we okay. can chat about later. But that turned into a podcast where it t- takes a ton of my time. I was writing a little bit. And then finally, some gigs and some places started calling me. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Um, There's still the rules are still pretty strict. So they've got to have a stage. It's got to be set back. So it's still not the same, but we're getting closer. And so I'm booked, gosh, for months out, I'll be booked. So like right now, I think um, I'm booked out to April of next year. So it's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm amazing. Yeah. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that things don't go South with COVID again, but I'm going to be positive. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. I know a lot of um, my friends and other musicians kind of tried to do the online shows and stuff during COVID, you know. I don't know how I felt about that, you know, because then some of them were asking for money, yet we're trying to just share our music to keep people lifted up in spirit at this time. But I didn't know if you did any of those or... I tried everything I could. So yeah. I tried the online music and I kind of felt the same way. I felt really weird about asking people for money, which I always do. It's it's a weird concept, but at the same time, we have to pay that's, our bills too. And some true. people want a tip. So I always offered, I would play for free, but if you want to leave me a tip, it's greatly appreciated. Um, I signed up for Patreon so that people that okay. wanted to support a little bit more could support me. And then they get like private videos or messages or or whatever they want Um, and then a little bit more visible on social media so Mm -hmm. yeah I definitely tried it I tried whatever I could you're a go-getter it takes a lot of work you know when we were talking about how to reach out to uh, you know like to get your music heard versus streaming I used to buy this A&R directory and it had every radio station every record label and again I've been doing this 16 years so in the beginning I would email everybody I could with my letter and, and ask permission to submit. And half the time, because A&R is such a high um, transitional period, like somebody will be in the 
job for six months and they're gone. So half of my emails came back were like, eh, mail delivery. Oh, you know what no. I mean? But I remember those days just putting out those packages. So. Yeah. People have no idea, especially being like an indie artist or what they call independent. You don't have right. a label. It is so much work. So it much really work. is. It is from the booking to writing to recording, getting CDs out or whatever. You're I want to make sure when, when we're done with this um, that we connect and I get your entire schedule so people in your area can try to find you. And, and I'll put all your links on our website at the end of the show, too. That would so. be fantastic. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah. No problem. Now, I do want to talk about your podcast. You'd mentioned that to me. It's called You're Not Alone. Now, when during COVID is kind of when this got started up or when did you do this? Yeah. So at the end of 2019, I wrote a song called Watch the Walls. Okay. It came out with a music video in November. And that song just um, actually I wrote it because a friend was like, you should write a song about that place you were when I lost my best friend. So that dark place mm -hmm. that those feelings of anxiety and just feeling the walls coming in. And so reluctantly, I wrote a song because I thought, oh, my gosh, what if people think I'm crazy? Yeah. And so I wrote a song, came out with a music video, which was fantastic. And I got so much feedback. And one of the um, messages I got was from a man in the military. And mm -hmm. he just went on and on about how he related and that people coming back from service. Um, the amount of suicide attempts was just wow. skyrocketed. And so we talked about that back and forth. And I thought, man, I can do so much more than just a music video. And so I put together a little You're Not Alone video with people of my followers from all over the country that wanted to share little snippets of their story. And I put it out there and it got national attention. So it was on all these newscasts, everything like that. And so I thought, man, I can do more than just a little video. Yeah. And so I started doing interviews once and twice a month with people from all over just talking about different mental health areas. I don't want to mm -hmm. say issues. But I'm talking OCD, bipolar. We talk about anxiety. I have a lot of professional counselors on there just talking about tips and tricks for everyday stress. And wow. so it got so much feedback that they're now converting to podcast and YouTube videos. So I want to reach as many people as I can. Basically, my biggest goal is to make everybody feel a little bit less alone. Yes. Well, I think you're doing amazing things in, Thank you so, in addition so to the music and you know, we all have gifts and I think that you're utilizing yours to the best of your ability. So that's great. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Yeah, you're very welcome. Do you want to tell me about the last song we're going to play today? Sunrise. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So I love Sunrise. It's way different than any of my other songs. When I took it to the studio, this one was actually recorded in Little Rock, Arkansas, um, which is the very middle of Arkansas, if you know anything about that. Yeah, I went I've to been my there. Buddy. Oh, have you really? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Um, so I went to my buddy, I gave him this idea, I played it on the guitar, and he's like, oh, I have the perfect idea. And so we sat down and produced and made this. And when it came out, and it was finished, we both had this huge smile on our face and said, it makes me feel like I'm on a beach, like I want to grab a drink, sit yeah. on the beach and enjoy the sunshine, which is completely different than my other songs. But this one's talking about, again, what song's not about love, right. it talks about being in love and just in that moment of like, rose colored glasses and the world is great and it's just got that beachy vibe to it oh i know Should I be the only 
tell you, you've got a lot of talent and a lot of good things going on. Why don't you, with um, you, you know your own words, explain to the my fans, in addition to your fans, your your most uh, popular links, where to find your touring schedule, uh, any promotion or anything like that, any anything you want to share. Yeah. Okay. So perfect. So the best way to check out my touring dates is on my website. I always keep it updated month to month. And okay. that's just www.townsendtmusic.com. And then social media wise, I'm super active. So if you shoot me a message, I'll get back to you super quick. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm on all three of those. It's just at Townsend Team Music. And then of course, earlier we mentioned Patreon and that's for people that want to come on and support a little bit more. You get a lot of private things, a lot of first access, you get a lot of free merch. You get perks for doing it. Yeah. Yes. So that's just patreon.com slash Townsend Team Music. So do that. Even if you don't support me, support a local artist that you love, that you like, because it means so, so much. But yeah, also my podcast and my music, they're on all streaming services. You can find it. My podcast is called You're Not Alone with Townsend. And then my music, of course, is just Townsend. And you'll see it on there. But yes, stream it, message me, listen to the podcast and reach out. I'd love to chit chat with everybody. That sounds wonderful. Um, do you have any, are you have some recording time coming up? Are you putting out any new material coming right up or? Yeah, I actually just got done recording a cover song that we're going to put out. So I have one right now. Mr. Brightside by the Killers is out and it was my first cover to put out and it yes. got a ton of feedback. So I went back. I got another one coming. I'm going to keep it a surprise, but okay. it's really good. It's very chill. And then we've actually got some new songs coming out next year. So I'm really excited. I cannot that. wait. Make sure that you stay in touch with us here and that we can oh, share your music and I'll be checking in with you too. And before you know it, I'll be uh, hearing about you, Townsend from Nashville. Yes, absolutely. Little girl from Arkansas. Yes, girl. I love it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you again for joining us today. And it's been my privilege. Uh, This will be on January 1st for the entire month. And I'll make sure to send you the link when it's ready to go. That sounds perfect. Thank you so, so much, Heather. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure meeting you. Take care. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. You've been listening to the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. Be sure to listen every Saturday and Sunday right here on FortDodgeRadio.com and subscribe for all our past and upcoming shows. The Indie Music Room is a production of FortDodgeRadio.com.